Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams. Now celebrating 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams is the originator of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as its ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are each made with premium materials. Get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code PODCAST15. What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to yet another fun and exciting episode of the Shock Factor podcast, and this is one that's been a long time coming. I first introduced myself to this gentleman back at the Carbach Round Rock Classic way back in February, I think February, or early March of 2023, in Sam Houston's catcher, Walker Yannick. Walker, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. And just to be clear, I'm not doing this to flex myself, but that is the correct pronunciation, right? Yeah, right. Yannick. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Because we, me and you both are two guys who on paper, our last name shouldn't sound the way they sound. But I, I always like to have at least one official audio of the person with the weird last name saying it themselves. That way everyone can kind of have that standard of what to go off of. So you're, so you're back at school now. You just got back into Huntsville. How how is the transition coming back from winter break, coming back from the holidays as a college baseball player? What is that like for you? Uh I'll be honest with you. Like halfway through the break, I was ready to come back. I mean, that's <laughs> just how it, in Huntsville. I mean, I always, I always find myself wanting to come back earlier than I expect. So. Um, but I'm happy to be back. Uh, I had, had a really good break, spending time with some family and uh, friends. So, yeah, I had a really good time with the break, but I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's not a bad setup. It's always weird because, like, when it's going and you're going through the fall and there's all the conditioning, the only thought that got me through the fall was, okay, at the end of this, I'm going to eat cookies by a fire at some <laughs> point. But then you you get like kind of tired of it. You get antsy and like halfway through, you're like, man, I kind of want to go back. I, I, I'd i be fine running a little bit here. So right. what? Yeah, we're freaking, we're watching uh, baseball videos on the couch. I was like, I think it was two weeks before I was supposed to come back. And I was like, God, I need <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought this up because that takes us to another topic. I was I was going to fight to bring up this episode, but you said baseball movies. What baseball movie were you watching? No, we were just watching YouTube. Uh, oh, okay, okay. YouTube. We were watching like some top. Oh, we were just eating dinner, me and him. And we were uh, we were watching a uh, top one hundred plays or something. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, so you you just can't get away from the itch. It sounds like <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Now, right. what is what is it about Sam Houston that's so special that you're like, okay, I had my family time. Now it's time to get back to school. Because, you know, for most guys, it's not actually, hey, let's get back to school, go to class, do our books and stuff like that. 
Um, I think it to me is just because we're uh, maybe like the three years I've been here, we're just a really tight knit group, and um, you kind of just miss seeing everybody's faces. Everyone's really good to be around and really enjoyable. So I think that's what it was. I just missed all my guys, and I was so ready to get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've certainly been there, so I know what, exactly what you're feeling, but. Your first time getting to Sam Houston before you could become a college baseball player, before you could hit 308 as a freshman, you had to get recruited. What was the Walker Yannick recruiting process like? Man, so I really didn't, I never really put myself out there. Like uh, I never went to any of the big showcases or any of those big prospect camps or whatever. Um, mainly because I didn't want my parents to spend money on it. And <laughs> I, I really just, didn't want to go honestly and then um i started to like uh get on board with like the recruiting process like my junior year of high school and i went to i played for uh banditos um scout team was was the team for the summer and i finally went to a couple tournaments in houston i went to a big one in oklahoma and then um i got a couple i got a couple like um verbal offers from some junior colleges around the area and I was like let's consider but I was still trying to wait for a division one offer and then I um coach Smith Fuller Smith called me from Sam Houston I almost crapped my pants and I was like no way <laughs> first one offer so I was like yeah I'm going there right away and it seemed to work out pretty well I really enjoyed the area and the team so yeah I mean I'm sure they have been happy to have you around and I'm glad you've been happy to be there because it's a very mutually beneficial relationship it seems like and I, I love that you touch on that point of like showcase baseball it's it's not really like baseball you know like you go and it's just not as fun you seem like the type of guy who wants to just go out you want there to be a scoreboard you want there to be a way that you can physically beat someone it seems like at right. least by the way you play yeah right mm -hmm. And so in the recruiting process, was there, like, just growing up, I guess, baseball-wise, was there a particular player you tried to emulate your game after? Or, like, you were like, this is who I'm going to watch. I'm going to try to be the next that guy. When I was younger, it used to be uh, Buster Posey. I was, like, a huge fan of Buster Posey when I was younger. But uh, growing up, I really didn't have anybody I, like, watched specifically i would just watch everybody like i just watched i love watching baseball so like when i was younger i grew up and i just watched guys and i would try to mimic them and see if i could do stuff they could do in it i mean i that's i guess how i picked up on some of the habits i do now so yeah i i will say your skill set's not that of a traditional catcher yours is like a mixed bag of like 20 different positions all in one it's like a com combination of the athleticism the hands of a shortstop it, it's all sorts of different pieces of a game so that's why i wanted to know like who's he trying to be like or is it just everybody <laughs> but it's a mixture yeah <laughs> well it's it's certainly a good combination it's like what arnold palmer found in his mixtures but I, I saw when I was when I was looking you up and researching you a little bit, I saw that you hit 92 off the mound in high school. Was there any like thought it was a perfect game event back in 2020? And like, was there any thought of like, well, maybe I'll get on the other side of this whole plate thing and try that out? No, uh, I've always caught my whole life being in. Um... That would be the only other place I'd play in high school. So, I mean, I'd catch the whole game, 
and then I would go in the last inning and close the last inning. I, I mean, I didn't have the bender. I didn't have the chain piece. I would just try to throw fuzz. So, and then, <laughs> so. No, that's like the perfect classic closer mentality too of like, look, I'm just going to go out for an inning. I'm going to try to throw it as hard as I can and hope for the best. If I don't, if it's bad, it's bad, whatever. But at least I was going a hundred miles an hour. Right. That was my mentality. Exactly. So yeah. was 92, was that the top you have ever hit or did you hit higher just at different places? I think I, my senior year, I think I hit 96. I believe it. Yeah, that makes sense. If anyone's like, oh, well, we don't know about that, just watch Walker throw anyone out at second base. It, it, you'll be like, okay, yeah, no, makes sense. So 96, and were you, were you one of the catcher pitchers where it's just like, look, this is the arm slot I have, this is what I'm going to do? Or did you have like any refined mechanics or was it just, here we Not go. Not at all. <laughs> I, I, I had never thought about my pitching mechanics, never not. So I would just get up there and try to throw as hard as I could. So 96 from literally from the ear, that's probably not an easy at bat. I, I imagine you were probably a pretty decent closer. Yeah, no, I was, I was pretty good. I like to, th I like to think so. So. Yeah, no, I, I believe it. I feel like every outing was probably a lot of strikeouts Were there walks. How was the command of it? Um, I ran into a little bit of trouble sometimes, but, but uh, most of the time I was, <laughs> Out. Um, I like to think. <laughs> Look, command it. As long as you got the engine, you can find a steering wheel. You know, that's the thing. You, if you got a steering wheel, who, who's to say if you find the engine? I never found the engine. Mine was more of a beat up Toyota Corolla, but hey, it, it got places. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. Now transitioning into college. Was there anything that like surprised you that you didn't expect college baseball to be like? Um, the one thing when going from my senior year, my freshman year of college was the only thing that I realized was was so much different was uh, the speed of the game, how fast the game was played, and that took me a little bit to get used to. But that was the main thing, and then how. Um, I would say how organized people were in college. Year, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, or sorry, my my junior year. I think it was my senior year too. Uh, we got shut down for COVID, so I didn't really go to school. I was at home most of the time. I was like kind of not in a real going to school <laughs> routine, class routine, all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, I just thought it was very. Everyone was very organized compared to what I was going in. So that was. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think the important thing about the organization is that's not, like, their choice, like, as college yeah. baseball players. It's, like, it gets ingrained in you from your coaching, from the support staff. So it's scary at first getting there, and you're like, okay, wait, everybody kind of has their crap together and knows what they're doing. Right. And I just showed up, and I just want to throw this little round thing as hard as I can and hope right. for the best <laughs> but it, it always comes they they give you some pretty solid training wheels in college athletics i will say i get i got i hooked on pretty quick so it wasn't too bad but oh that, that's great so you get the study hall hours the mandatory study hall hours knocked off as long as you transition and get organized that's the important part that's how they get you and <laughs> Another important thing you mentioned was how fast the game goes, especially as a 
as a guy who's going to be catching, you know, you're one of the few positions in baseball that's involved like almost every play. How did you slow the game down? How did you adjust to that? Um, so I feel like the beginning of the, my freshman fall, I was kind of, um, I was kind of just really, like really antsy. And I was like always wanting to like try to do the most. And um, I think the way I slowed the game down was just to simplify it and not, and try and I was thinking so much like, oh, if I don't get hit, I'm not going to play this year and all this stuff. So uh, like, what I did was just simplify the game and um, just focus on the next pitch was like my goal. Just calm down. <laughs> yeah. And it, it sounds like you had a textbook case of the rookie shakes, which happens to everybody at any right. college, at any level. It, it's always that anxiety of like, what's coach think about me? What, what's, what's going to get me into the lineup? What do I have to do? And I think, one thing that seems to really stand out about the coaching staff at Sam Houston is the fact that they seem really transparent with the players. So what, what's your relationship like with the coaches there? Oh man, it's ever since my freshman year, I mean, they've, I mean, they've treated everyone like family. It's, we are really like a family where, I mean, they're all really close to all the players and uh, really uh, we all interact like very often. There's no like, <laughs> We all we'll go in the, in the coach's office and talk with them. They'll come in the locker room and talk with us, even if we're not supposed to. So, uh, uh, but yeah, no, we're we're super tight with all the coaches and whatnot. So, yeah, and that was one thing that really stood out, just being around your team and seeing the way you guys interacted in the dugout. It was like you guys were joking around with the coaches like they were your friends, and they were joking around with you like they were your friends. But at the same time, you guys still won ball games, which shows like they can kind of walk that line and you guys have that little, like that respect for them of, okay, these guys, when they're being serious, we got it. We got to really sharpen up. But when they're joking around, like we, we have that rapport, which is a really cool thing to have in college baseball. And it, it's a lot more rare than I think people would expect. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, another thing leading into the culture of Sam Houston that you know, enlightened my college baseball experience greatly was the movie Everybody Wants Some, which is loosely based on Sam Houston State's baseball team. So, Walker, have you ever seen that movie? Have you heard about it? Anything about it being a Sam Houston baseball player? Not ever heard of that. No. Oh, my goodness. What really? It called? It's called Everybody Wants Some. What you got to do next time you see Jason Barfield, ask him about it. Tell him. Tell him I told you to ask about it because we had great conversations, many nights about it in in Round Rock. But wow. it it highlights a college baseball player. I believe the director of the film went to Sam Houston and played college baseball there for one year before getting cut or something. But it highlights a freshman getting to campus at like a college baseball team of a made-up university, but again, based on Sam Houston, I believe. And uh, it just highlights his transition into college. And, like, it's a lot like a lot of people think it's the sequel to Dazed and Confused because it's by the same director. Have you heard of that film? I've heard of that one, yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot like that, but it's one of the few movies that highlights college baseball. So, of course, me being me, I'm all in on that. Right, yeah. But, no, you'll you'll have to check it out because I feel like it's a staple of the – of the weird it's a very niche film 
is what I'm saying. That's probably why you haven't seen it, but I think it's about your school. So we'll see. I mean, you'll have to ask Jason because he knows way more than I about the history of it. That guy's like a historian on Sam Houston, which is awesome. Yeah, he's cool. I'll get, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough, especially, you know, preseason when classes are just kind of starting. You're easing your way into it. Great film. I, I think it could be essential to the core of Sam Houston State baseball if you guys if you guys choose to accept it. That, that's my one recommendation to you. I don't make recommendations often, but that's my right. one if you got it. <laughs> hey, everyone. We're going to take a quick break from our discussion to hear a couple ads from our sponsors. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams. Now celebrating 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams is the originator of everyone's favorite Lux Home Blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as its ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are each made with premium materials. Get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code PODCAST15. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Now, moving along, going back into the actual world of college baseball, moving along with your career, your sophomore season, you have, you just go off. And you cap it off with an elite performance at the WAC tournament when, you know, your team needs you the most. So kind of what goes into that performance where, you know, you're reaching base in all five plate appearances in the games against Utah Valley. You're going three for three with an RBI. And I can read the whole stat line. I got it here, but I'm sure you probably remember it. So what what was your mentality going into the WAC tournament that allowed you to have so much success? Yeah, so I was kind of going through like a little rough patch, especially the last um, Tarleton series, and I was like, I was kind of in my own head a little bit, and then because uh, I was, I really wanted to go to regional, I wanted to win the conference tournament and all this stuff, and then um, I think it was the first game we played Utah Valley, and I was um, didn't do too hot. I know my team was depending on me, and um, I was depending on them, but I needed to show like I needed to produce for my team, or whatever. So. I kind of just stopped thinking, and I um, was like, "All right, let's just. I'll just play with my hair on fire. I'm just gonna freaking do whatever I can to help my team win." So, I think thinking went out the door. I was like, "Let's just play some baseball," and I I did pretty well. So, yeah, that seems like a mentality, like with your play style of the just. I just want to compete. I just want to win. That seems like the perfect mentality for it too. And I'm a firm believer: the first person to think in baseball is the one who ends up losing. That's right <laughs> it it's just the way the game goes it knows but again you go off and that allows you that greatly helps you guys to win the WAC tournament which many analysts didn't know was going to happen a few really smart and handsome ones did 
maybe say that would probably happen. Um, not, not me. I mean, I did, but yeah. So you guys win, you make me look smart, but more importantly, you get to go to a regional. And of course, you know, you're watching the selection show. I don't know for you how it was, but for me, when I was watching a selection show for a team I was on, I was hoping to go somewhere new, somewhere cool, somewhere we haven't played against the host. Right. But you went to somewhere where you guys did play against the host previously in the season, and you guys drew the LSU Baton Rouge Regional. But you guys have the experience, so what was that feeling like? Uh, yeah, well, first of all, I was super excited. I mean, obviously, I've never been to a college regional, and that was one of our goals to, at the beginning of the year was to make it to a regional and hopefully make it to a super regional. Um, but, I, yeah, like I said, I was super excited to go to the regional, and um, I was really bummed we didn't get to play LSU because that was – I mean, I was super excited LSU. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play LSU. I wanted to play the best. <laughs> yeah, we fell up a little short. Um in the tournament against Oregon State, but um, now it was a really good experience. Um, yeah, I had a really good time there. I wish yeah. I could have done more, obviously, but you know, it was it was a good time. Yeah, but hey, you got there, and that experience will pay off dividends in the future. It it really does help to have that experience in the back of your head and that taste of postseason baseball. Because now I'm sure you're experiencing it. You guys get back to fall you're back to campus in the fall and it's like, well, we want to do that again. Anything short of that, that's not our standard now. So what has the fall leading up to the 2024 season looked like for you guys? How's the intensity been around the practices? Um, it's been really good. I mean, we have a lot of new guys, so, um, I just think the quicker that everyone figures out, um, like the pace of play and like how we play. Cause I mean, there's a lot of guys that uh, just haven't played for our team. So like, they figure the faster they figure it out, the better we're going to be and the, the quicker we're going to get back to where we were last year. I feel like we left a lot on the table and we got some more work to do. So Exactly. And I, I love that mindset of, okay, we got a lot of new faces. How are we going to make them become part of our identity, part of our culture. So what would you say is the most important facet of the culture of Sam Houston baseball? It's, um, I feel like it's always playing with the chip on your shoulder, um, have something to play for, um, and competitiveness. Just, and then like the, like the will to win, like the, like you just gotta have like that mental thing. Like you just gotta want to win. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's really is competitiveness overall with everything now. So, well, it's definitely a good mindset to have. It definitely makes for entertaining baseball to watch as fans, which I certainly appreciate. And now, one thing that's new for you guys, of course, you won the WAC tournament and said, hey, you know what? Let's go to a new conference. Let's try somebody else. So, you guys are switching to Conference USA for this season. How do you guys feel about making the move as players? Because for you guys, that mainly just affects travel. Like you guys are excited to play whoever you're excited to play, but what what's it like for y'all? Uh, I'm pretty excited. I've never even been like to half those places. So I mean, I'm super excited. I really don't know anything about their schools or <laughs> who they are, if they're good or not. So I'm just kind of tr treat everyone the same and go into it with my eyes open. So 
Yeah, yeah I, I like that. You seem like the type of guy where it's like, yeah, we have a scouting report. That's great. Don't care. It's still baseball. <laughs> it's me versus the game. Like, let's just go out, show the world what I can do. Get back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so is, is there any particular opponent you're excited to face this season or like any park you're excited to travel to? Or are you just like, you know what? That Even that too much research i'm just sitting back each weekend it's okay bus leaves at this time we'll find out where we're going when we get there that's it that's pretty much it i don't think i i've looked at half of our schedule so uh i'm just excited for oklahoma state opener that's what i'm that's what i'm excited for i can start playing baseball again so <laughs> no i can imagine and there it's so much change so it's really exciting i'm excited you guys are going to get to play dallas baptist at home i think that series is going to be super cool just playing another absolute juggernaut from in state have you guys have you guys had any experience playing against them in the past is there any rivalry there uh i wouldn't say rivalry because i mean they probably they weren't in our conference in it, so it wasn't really a rivalry but uh, no, they have. They are a like, really, really good team. Um, with some really good arms. I think they produce some robots. Um, <laughs> but no, they are. They're really good. I'm excited to play them. But uh, we haven't had much success in the past against them. But I think we might have beaten them once. I think we played them like three, four times. So they got our number as of now. But hopefully, we turn things around this season with them. Yeah, they're they're a very quality ball club, and I I imagine you know growing up playing high school baseball in Texas, you probably play with a lot of people on on the Dallas Baptist lineup. So I, I'm sure that's always exciting and fun for you. Yeah. Now, in that similar vein, over summer you got to play in the Cape Cod League with the Falmouth Commodores, which phenomenal place, phenomenal environment to play in over there. Did you have a favorite teammate from this summer? Uh, it's kind of, I mean, obviously be probably be Braden Davis because mm -hmm. he's from um, <laughs> from my uh, college. But I mean, I had a bunch of them. Like Kyle DeBarge was one of my good buddies. Garrico, um, Travis Vizano was, was a cool dude. Um, John Spiker, man, I could go on. There's a bunch of guys, but. Uh, no, they were. I I thought I made really good friends with pretty much the whole team. They were all pretty cool. So tab tree, but I can. I, I said I can. Go, I can keep going, but yeah, uh, it's it, it's always fun looking back in a couple of years. You'll be super successful down having a baseball career, and you look at everyone else on that roster, and it's like, wow, they also are doing the same thing. Like they are having high levels of success too. It, it's really fun to look back on. So. That that's always like one of the best college baseball experiences you can get. Right. So what what was your favorite part of being up on the Cape or playing on the Cape? Um, I'd probably say I mean I've I've definitely never been anywhere near that far north. So um, <laughs> yeah, it was culture shock is a little different, but <laughs> I'd say my favorite part was just being able to play every day and having a crowd that was i mean the crowds were insane for how big the field in town was but 
No, I just liked the atmosphere of the games. They were really nice, uh, like fans. Everyone was really – everyone. Was, that's the only thing I really noticed of the game was everyone was super nice. You don't really get that in Texas itself. Um, but, no, I had a really good time in the Cape. And, um, yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah, I, I swear fans would just, like, come out of the woods and be at games. It was, like, the coolest thing. Like, I played in Katuit way back in the day, and – uh like we wouldn't have games would start at 3 p.m. No one would be there at 2:50. Then people would just like spawn in. It was strange but awesome, and they were all yep. so nice. <laughs> right, that's what I know. Yeah. <laughs> now looking forward to the 2024 season, who should fans, other than you, of course, I'm telling them to be excited about you, so you don't have to say you. Who should fans be excited about on this Sam Houston team? Uh, a specific person? Yeah, you can you can name as many people as you want. Don't feel the need to name your whole team. I, w- I will make the blanket statement if you're a Bearcats player and you're listening. Walker loves you, unless he hates you, in which case he, he doesn't love you. But yeah. he, he thinks highly of all of you, I'm sure. I uh, know I do. Uh, one guy I feel like that's going to stand out um, is probably be Jake Tatum. I mean, he played last year at a really good freshman year. Um and there's a bunch of pitchers that I think that are going really, to be really good this year. Um, I feel like if uh, – I mean, Chandler Davis is going to be solid for us. Uh, Colton is going to be really good, and I can go on. I mean, I, I really want to name the whole team. I really do. But <laughs> yeah. No, I, I respect it. That's a tough one to answer, and I feel like I learn a lot more about the player answering than I do the people I'm asking about just because it, it gives an idea of how they regard the team and how close this team really is. And it, it's hard on a team where everybody's so tightly knit to just pick one guy too. Oh, that was tough. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do it again, but I'm going to narrow down the search results this time. Was there a particular freshman or new face that impressed you this fall? Um, yeah. Uh, we had a freshman pitcher named Ryan Peterson was really good. Um, he got a chance to play quite a bit his freshman year, and I'm pretty excited for him. Uh, he carved me. <laughs> he really did my first couple of bats. So now he's he's going to be pretty good for us, I think. That's always a fun dynamic, too, and that's exciting to hear. I'm going to definitely highlight his name. But the fun dynamic of, like, okay, all fall, we just play each other the whole time. like, And then we go into the same locker room, and we're changing together. And, we, you know, sometimes yeah. we're talking crap about who won or who lost. But that's the mm-hmm. fun part of it. That's the interesting part. And that's why it gets super exciting come springtime when you all get to join forces once more and go beat other people. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Walker, I can't thank you enough for taking the time, giving us a little bit of insight into the Sam Houston State Bearcats because I I am such a fan. I I love I I'm I'm with them. I'm with them mentally, physically I may not be there, but mentally I am down there with y'all every game in the dugout. Um talking with Jason Barfield, of course. Um, but thank you so much again for taking the time. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to watching you in 2024. I really appreciate it. Thank you. The shock factor podcast is part of the Sirius XM sports podcast network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcasts. You can live out your master chef dreams. 
when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.